Steven, I think they're ready for us. You ready? Yeah. So what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode, as always, of We Got Next. You know, it probably has to be a full moon out tonight because the amount of weeks in a row me and Steven have been on the show together, knock on wood, has been hell. I, I think it's only been like three weeks, bro. It really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been like, it hasn't been like six months or anything, like three no. weeks. <laughs> but three weeks for us is it's a, a lot. Yeah. Time. That's right. a lot. And we have some big things coming up. Speaking of three weeks, we'll definitely dive into it because we have college football and we also have NFL, like right around the corner. So these are different things that I'm excited for personally. But before we touch on a lot of that, what's been going on with the quick slants? I know you just did your rant recently. I know you have also done your ask anything of questions. Um, you've been very high on Drew Alar as well. You've been talking about the left tackle as well, top five pick potentially. So go into detail about the different things that you've been touching on recently. It's Aller, not Al- Alar. It's Aller. Aller. <laughs> okay. Like a- act like it's A-L-E-R. Aller. <clears throat> um, yeah. Did my final rant before. So I have a special guest next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I will talk about more. I'll talk about that more next week. Um, because it's coming up on Thursday. Cause next week I'm gonna start doing my Thursdays. Um, get that. Are they taking a tour of uh, LSU this time again? What? No, I'm joking. One of your other guests uh, was driving. Oh, 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 no, 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 exactly. Scott. No, 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 no. Um, no, this, no, 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 not, not that. Um, <laughs> I will have a special guest next week. I'll talk about that because next Thursday I'm gonna start my Thursdays. Uh, with the quick slants, put out my final rant, Q and A's, position breakdowns, X factors, a couple other things. So go check that out, either on my Twitter feed or Christian's, probably Christian's because mm-hmm. he gets more love than I do. But regardless, go check it out. Um, season starts in 17 days. Um, for Drew Aller. For Drew Aller, exactly. Um, and, yeah, I mean, someone actually, I was just at my buddy's son's first first ever football scrimmage tonight. Mm. Um, down on Not Drew Aller's. No, not your hours. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have told you that. Shouldn't have let that ride. Um, but he asked me, like, you know, he asked me what I think, you know, what I think we're going to do this year. And I said, I have no worries whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't say that just like because of who I am and like what I say, because I say some pretty outlandish shit, obviously. But I say that because this is the most loaded team that we've had in a very, very long time. This is the most complete team that James Franklin's ever had. It falls on the shoulders of our quarterback, obviously, as it does every year. But mm-hmm. if – so Sean Clifford is gone. He's with the Packers. He's doing well. Shout out to Sean Clifford. Um, but if we had Sean Clifford coming in this year, and I hate saying this like this, but I'm going to, if we had Sean Clifford coming in this year, which we've had him for the last four years, I probably wouldn't be as high. I wouldn't be as excited. I would be very excited because of our defense. But I wouldn't be as high because we – we have a quarterback that can get us to the next level and get us over the hump, which the mm-hmm. two humps are Ohio State and Michigan. And it sucks that, like, now now I know kind of what it's like playing the SEC when you're a team on the come up. It's like, okay, if you're, like, any other year, like, we'd be – if we were in the Big Ten West, we'd be Gucci. But when the Big, Big Ten, Ten East, West. we have – there's three teams in the top ten, in the AP top ten, which came out on uh, Monday, and Penn State's yeah. seventh in the country, which is, like – I mean, come on, like living down here and hearing all the Maryland fans like bitch about their team. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. you guys aren't even ranked. Like, yeah, Penn State's seventh in the in the AP top ten and top top twenty five. Ohio State is fourth, and I think uh, no third, 
and Michigan is second. So mm-hmm. the Big Ten East alone has three teams in the top 10, I think top 10. And the Big Ten has five in the top 25 with Wisconsin and Iowa rounding out. Um, so, yeah, lots come up with the quick slants. Got a special guest next week. Um, that'll be a little bit longer episode because I'll have a guest on. And the following week will be game week. So that'll be strictly West Virginia talk. With, you know, Saturday slate, all that can good stuff. Talk about the top, the top 25 matchups. <laughs> and then the ball will be rolling. Uh, mm-hmm. Week zero comes up next week, I think it is, or two weeks from now. Um, week zero in college football. So, yeah. I mean, again, football is football. Um, obviously, you know, I'm more of a college guy than I am pros, but I still love the pros. Mm-hmm. I hate like explaining my love for college football over the pros. Like when I say that, I feel like it sounds like I don't like the NFL, but obviously, you know, like I, I do, but college, I, I grew up in, you know, in a college town, so it's different, but yes, college football is right around the corner. Very pumped about that. I've been watching a lot more Penn State highlights than I usually do, which is a lot. Um, he has been analyzing the highlights. I well. have. I dropped some. I dropped some videos last night of Drew Aller's uh, tape last night. Uh, last Only year, Drew Aller. Yes, and um, yeah, I mean, kid special. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, we got to see him play a full game and play a full season before we start crowning him the second coming of Jesus Christ. But I've already done that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, quick sounds coming out next Thursday night. Starts next Thursday, starts the, the weekly Thursdays, and then the ball, ball will be rolling and the season will be here before you know it. So last thing I want to say on that, uh, Stephen brought up some of the different teams in the AP Top 10. Number 10 is Washington, 9 is Clemson, 8 is Florida State, 7 is Penn State, 6 is USC, 5 is LSU, 4 is Bama, 3 is Ohio State, 2 is Michigan, and number 1 is Georgia. Also, this is the first time since 2009. The Alabama has not been ranked in the AP top three. That's wild. Like that's nuts. Also real quick, I want to give a special shout out to the Penn State women's soccer team for being um, chosen preseason number one in the big 10 for the 21st year in a row. Wow. So uh, they don't win it. They haven't won it 21 years in a row. Obviously that'd be kind of dope, (laughs) but you know, it goes without saying that's pretty incredible. So um, also I got to just say this too. Like actually, you know what? I'm going to say this for the, what you got at the end. I got to write it down so I don't forget it, but go on. So we're going to move on to our next segment, and it's kind of become one of the popular ones, at least for me, um, the hot take. So the hot take for this week, and I told Sam beforehand when we were going over the show, it's Neymar. Uh, I talked to so many people about this, about people going to play in Saudi Arabia. First off, look, if my wife, my kids, anybody has anything, I will give them all the nannies, all the anything they want to. Yes, it might be oil money. Yes, it might be blood money. It doesn't really matter. Like It doesn't matter. The, it doesn't matter at all. And when I I didn't fully understand or know Neymar's contract until I started to read the details, I just knew he got a fat bag. Um, and all this kind of started with Cristiano Ronaldo. And then they've kind of been trying to lure others. But a lot of times people just hear the 100 million or 100 million euros. Wasn't a two-year a year. deal? The two-year deal. And that's just the surface. Then they started going into details. So this information came from uh, Deadline Day Live. Other people have put out the same information, but he has a house with 25 bedrooms. Uh, He has a 40 by 10 meter swimming pool and three saunas. He has five full-time staff for his house. He has a Bentley Continental GT, an Ashton Martin DBX, and a Lamborghini, a 24-hour driver, all the bills for hotels, restaurants, and various services during his off days will be sent to the club headquarters to be paid. A private plane at his disposal for whenever he wants to travel. 
and 500,000 euros for each social media post that he promotes over $550 million, essentially. I mean, $550,000 for every post. You're telling me, so what the hell are you doing for two years? I am never saying no to that deal. You're telling me anything I ever want to do is just paid for? You got to be outside of your damn mind if you say no to that, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly. And that really goes back to Messi, why he said yes to play here. And then why you have Cristiano Ronaldo uh, playing in Saudi Arabia. First off, they end up making it to the cup over there. And then Lionel Messi and into Miami are now in like the league cup that we have here. This does not count towards the regular season, just for everyone to know. So they've won six straight games um, into Miami within the cup, but this does not count towards the record. So they are still last in that category, but Neymar going over there too. It's insane. Just the amount of money that they have, and they're just blowing it. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. They have so much more money they want to spend. They want to get into the NBA, the NFL, and we already know what they do with golf. And then they also want to get into tennis. The money is just ridiculous for them, and it's stupid. And Neymar doing this, and someone else was upset. And first off, the only people that are upset about this are the ones that are not getting the money because they said, now we're playing for money and not for passion. I don't give a damn. This is for legacy. You're telling me I get that much money for two years? Two, and you tell me I just tweet about you guys and I get five hundred thousand. Of course, <laughs> I'll do that. I'll tweet every single day if I need to. Yeah, for something like that. So that was kind of the big thing. Um, the hot take there. I want to switch over to finance really quick so that we can just dive into sports because there's so much that's going on over there. But before I do that, here was the question of the day that was on one of the shows. So Stephen, I'm going to spell it for you and I'm going to describe it, and I want to see how you say it. So the animal that has been going back and forth is spelled O-R-A-N-G-U-T-A-N-S. It is a part of the primate family. It is the one that's orange. How do you pronounce it? Did you say orangutan? Okay, bingo. So the convert, the discussion was, and some of our homies are in Canada, and we were trying to think, how do you actually pronounce it? Like, how do you spell it? Everyone's thinking there's a G at the end. There's no G at the end of orangutans. It's wild because you pronounce the G. And then, of course, someone from Canada was like, oh, it's just like real G's been with silence like lasagna. And they were like, first uh, off, that's why you're on the other side of the border. Because Little Wayne said that a long time they ago. Do. So. <laughs> they do. But I brought that up because it was a part of our game, the heist that I always mention. And their next uh, character huh. is orangutans. There's no G at the end, which is why, why? but everyone's, I don't even know how that happens. It's they're really absolute, different. They're absolutely, absolute, you should be. Yeah, and it's really different than lasagna because you don't even enunciate <laughs> that. Like, orangutan, <laughs> you say a G where there is no G. And I, I don't know why it happens or how it happened, but yeah, so they just dropped today. And the other oh part, God. I have to give a big shout out to uh, the heist and everyone a part of it because they did a raffle system for 1,500 of their characters and they sold 31,000 tickets, and each ticket was 0.5 Solana. Solana currently is sitting at $24 per Solana. So if you break that in half, that's over 15,000 Solana that they end up making off of a raffle. And if you do the math on that, that's over $380,000 that they end up making just from the raffle. That's not even from the orangutans that they end up uh, selling out today as well. They end up selling out 8,500 orangutans. So on top of the 1,500 that they did in a raffle, so they sold over 10,000. So mad props to them. Now they have 10,000 of the orangutans. They have over 1,200 of the gorillas. And then they have over 11,000 of the chimps. Chimps are currently sitting at 16.84 Solana. 
And then last I checked, orangutans were sitting at around 12.7 Solana, which is all really good just to see. Full disclosure, I do have two of the orangutans. I have four of the chimps, and it's Obviously. something I'm going to continue to accrue Obviously. over time. But the wild part that I want to bring up, because if you all remember a couple of months ago, I was so upset that I sold my D-God and like I didn't have a lot of money with that. Well, D-Gods did something, and here's the kicker, Steven. D-Gods did something, instead of an upgrade to their art, they did a downgrade to their art. And half of the people are like, why the hell are we doing a downgrade? Who does a downgrade? So the price of it was sitting at around 10 Ethereum, which equates out to around $18,000. Well, after they ended up doing the downgrade, and then they had all these different other incentives, it's currently sitting at less than 4 Ethereum, which for Ethereum comes out to around $8,000. So if you just hold it, you lost $10,000 and some people are so upset. Some are like, oh, you know, it's going to come back. And they're like, well, this one dude holds over 350 D gods. So we have to wait for them to end up selling theirs before anything else. I'm secretly happy because I'll be able to get back into D gods within no time at this point. And I'm excited because I know it'll end up running back up. Same thing happened with Azuki. Azuki dropped. Um, and then Board Ape Yacht Club has dropped too. But a big thing, and anybody who knows anything about finances or money, understands that nfts had a huge boom over the past like one to two years everywhere in the world you heard celebrities talk about it since 2021 people are talking about nfts 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 and then it was kind of just continuing and now it's like are you actually have to do something for it instead of before if you just threw out anything you were going to make money off of it so that's one thing i think a lot of people should end up paying attention to what's going to happen with d gods what's going to happen with youths i'm excited for it and then just segueing it over into the other side of finance, the legacy system, before we get into the sports topic, Barbie. Yes, I brought up Barbie because Barbie is now the top um, selling movie in the like the DC series. They beat out um, Batman, which was the big thing that they were talking about over there. So kudos to them. And the last thing I looked up today, and I totally forgot about it. Yeah, they still have this Ukraine war. Like it's one of the yeah. hot topics and it is still going on. Like, it is just one of those things that Biden just keeps sending him money, but we keep forgetting about what's going on over there. But when it was COVID, everybody was talking about it. But now it's not as much COVID. So no one really talks about the Ukraine war um, like that anymore. But those were the main topics I wanted to touch on on the finance side. Just segueing this over to sports so we can hit on the three, well, the two big things in terms of football. I do have to give a shout out to um, the New York Liberty because they did win the league cup they beat the aces so that's something i do have to end up mentioning but i do want to touch on football for so many things the first part is training camp what are your thoughts on the fights we end up seeing that happen in training camp happens every year dude these joint practices i mean i don't know what they expect like i mean it's yeah it's like the dudes just want to get get out there and not be in practice and not be doing joint practices with these with other guys and they just want to get out there and play but um yeah like it happens every year every year mm-hmm. like every joint practice there's always a fight no matter what yeah. and it's like every single time you turn on it's, it's like you know just a guy blocking too long or a db doing something to a receiver like that's mm-hmm. typically it it's like often it's, it, yeah it's usually like <laughs> A receiver DB going at it for a second, and then something happens there. And then it's – or it's like offensive lineman, defensive lineman thing, drill, and the, the D lineman's blocking too long or offensive lineman mm-hmm. blocks too long, grabs him up or, or whatever. And then, you know, shit. And that's probably like deep into practice too. 
And then it's like, by that point, you're like, I fuck this, this sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here right now. And then you just, you know, you reach that point, you just duke it out. But it's yeah. like, you know, I, I wish, I wish the NFL would let these guys fight. Yeah. Like, I wish they would let them fight. They let, yeah. they let um, Finnegan and Andre Johnson go at it. No, for like, no minute. one, no one stepped in. No one stepped in at all. No. They were like, all right, we're going to like, these guys have been going at it for like the last quarter and a half. So let's, let's let them finish it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that, I think that would be great. I think like if an offensive lineman, like an offensive tackle and a D lineman or a DN were going at it and offensive lineman pushes them to the ground, get up, take your helmet off, start swinging each other, you know, it might they let it them. happen in hockey. Bro, so it's, I'm like, what's the difference? Nothing. What There's is the difference? No difference? They're they're way more protected in football with the helmet, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, no one's probably gonna be stupid enough to punch a helmet. Obviously, they do like, it all the time. Don't do it. But yeah, but like you know, yeah, they do it all the time. <clears throat> but at least let them take it off and like you don't take the pads off or anything. You don't have to like rip the jersey off. But like let us let them go <laughs> for like ten seconds, dude. Like yeah. you know, just let them not like a full round, just one. Two, like that's only, 10 seconds is a long time to, to, to start fighting someone. Mm-hmm. I think you should let them go at it. I think each team should have should have that ability to like, yeah, they should have that at least once a game to go at it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the joint practices, they look like they suck. No one looks like they enjoy it. And no. the season's right around the corner. They don't want to be in preseason anymore. They just want to get the season started. So, um, I mean, I enjoy it as a fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy watching that shit go on. But that's the key I'm sure word. They, I'm sure they hate it. Yeah, that's it. Seaman brought up the keyword. All of it is for the fans. Yeah. Um, because the some of these fans can't afford to end up going to the game. So if you're able to go to like a joint practice, you get hype as hell to see it. But don't expect you to get the same uh quality that you will get in a game. Because no, one, the paddings that they have it on the helmet, but two, some of these players are not gonna go full speed out there and then they get hurt. Like uh, Russell Gage just got hurt. Um, so he had a season engine injury. Marlon Humphreys will touch on that when we get to the Ravens because we we're going to talk about um, some other stuff today. But these players getting injured aren't good uh, to happen right now. I mean, but, what are you going to do, right? Like, it's just it's, it's the age-old saying injuries are part of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I was at – I said before we came on, I was at – or I think just in the beginning that I was at my buddy's son's first scrimmage and, like, three kids went down. It's not because mm-hmm. it's preseason or scrimmages. It's like whatever. Like it's because it's football, and that's what happens in football. Like you get hurt. Like yeah. dude, there was a little like a pee wee game going on in the field next to them, mm-hmm. and like they were just and you've seen it. Like there are some kids who get it and some kids who don't. Like some kids who just like understand like like you, some some kids just have instincts and some kids don't. Some kids have aggression and some kids don't. Some kids have a little bit of size and kids don't. Yeah. The kids who have all those things seek out the kids who don't. Exactly. And they will run through them. Yes. 100 miles an hour. Yes. And there's definitely the part of me, because I have a four-year-old, obviously, who I would love to play football. Um, there's definitely the part of me that I see that. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, But, yeah. like, again, yeah. and people ask me about it, like, am I going to let him play football? He has to understand the X's and O's. Yeah. Like, I ha- like, you can't I, just put him out there. No, I have to do my part now. To like have him watch football, understand it. Like he's four, so it's it's gonna take a little bit of time. I didn't start really understanding football until I was like seven or eight, which is right after you get out of the flag football stage, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, I if he's going to play, he has to understand the game. It's like every other sport; you have to understand the game. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're gonna start start doing start doing things, 
like, yes, I think he's going to, um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I would say the other part is, and I've seen it so many times that first hit a kid takes, they cry. Um, unless like they've gotten those first hits either from siblings or like that's, parents. That's what I told my buddy's son. I was like, bro, you got to take that first hit. And yeah. he didn't tonight. Um, I was like, you got to take that first hit. And when you do, yeah. you will, like, you'll either know you want to play or no, you don't want to play. Yes. Do yes. We all, anyone who's played football, it's been a while since like we started in Pee Wee, but we all remember that first, like that first uh, hit, or, like those first hits. You're like, damn, that yes. shit hurt, but like that shit's cool. Like I, yeah, yeah let's, let's fucking get it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll do my, the- I'll do my two second thing, and then we'll go into. Um, I'll let Steven choose if we do division or player, but I'll never forget like the first hit I took. I didn't even grow up playing football. I grew up playing soccer. My mom was like, oh, you should go play football. This was in middle school. And I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to go play with the quarterbacks. First off, they're not going to let no fat kid play with the quarterbacks. So like, nah, you're with the linemen. So I was like, all right, you know, with the linemen, you know, the uh, running through the bag drills, like you tap the bags. No, they can smell fresh meat. So they stopped me with the bag and they're like, nah, we're not going to tap it. Like they destroyed the bag. Like, I was on the ground. But after that, you're like, all right, that's the first one. Then you're good after that. Yes, yeah, sure. You get bullied for the rest of that year, but then you're fine. I, rem- um, I remember my senior year. Um, like I knew I wasn't going to play college ball. So like, I was just laying kids out, like trying to, like I was 5'11", 180, 190 pounds. Just mm-hmm. like, didn't feel like tackling, just laying kids out. Probably why I had so many concussions, but like you put like, you play God. defense and then you got like the scout team offense, which is all like the, the JV kids who are like completely undersized, have no business being out there. You know what they're running? Mm-hmm. Like they're running a wheel route down the sideline, just running down the sideline like this. You run Dog, full speed. That's a death sentence. Hey, those kids death out. Sentence. And like you, feel, like, time. you know it's coming, and you're like, you feel it. You know they feel it. You can feel like the wind get knocked out of them. Like you feel like that, mm-hmm. and you're just like, yeah, I did that. Like that felt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, run, that's running backs. Like that's the one they hate. The wheel routes. The ones that wide receivers hate are those slant routes inside. Like mm-hmm. you know, every time what's going to happen. Ask Deshaun Jackson. Ask Antonio Brown. They know it every single time. But mm-hmm. we have co-host choice. Do you want to talk about division or the position? Um, let's go position first, because that's always right now. That's eh, right now. It's more important. But we'll we'll go position. Yeah. Okay. So, do you want to start with receiver, or do you want me to start? Yeah, I'll start since you started last week. Um, okay. So I was looking through all the um, I was looking through all the receivers, and there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot of names out there. There's a lot of names. Oh, out. full disclosure, I didn't put rookies in it. I just made them honorable mentions. Um, you can keep rookies in. That's, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, I have 10. I put 10 down. I just okay. said top 10. But I have um, seven. I have 17 total. I have seven honorable mentions. Because there's so many, like, <laughs> like, a lot of these yeah. guys are guys who, like, there's another guy on the team that's probably going to be on this list that's going to, you know, be be there. Uh-huh. So I'll give I'll give you my my top ten, then I'll give my honorable mentions. At number okay. ten, I got George Pickens. Oh, um, okay. I I love Ryan him. I don't love Kenny Pickett, but like that connection seems to seems to work. Um, and they have a lot of other guys, a lot of other talent. So I, I think they will. Um, I I can see that him getting a lot of targets, but they have Fryermuth the tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Najee Hales will come out of the backfield, Deontay Johnson, all that kind of good stuff. Number nine, I was a little unsure about this one. I might take him out later. Chris Olave. 
mm-hmm. uh, down in New Orleans. Got Derek Carr now. Uh, uh, Michael Thomas is coming back. Who knows if he's going to be healthy or not? If he is, I think a lot of it will be off this list, and mm-hmm. you might put Michael Thomas back on the list uh, yeah. finally. Um, but I love Chris. I hate Chris Olave, but I love Chris Olave mm-hmm. with Ohio State. But I, I think it's he's. He's, he's good, but now he's got a really good quarterback to throw in the ball. Number eight, AJ Brown. Another yeah. another situation where like I don't know if I trust the quarterback, but he's such a baller that like yes, you got to think about D Hop is there now. How is that? How's that going to go? Um, he's another guy, AJ Brown. It's another guy who'd be off this list. Hopkins could be on the list. So Devontae Smith. What Hopkins oh, is in Tennessee. Sorry, I'm. Sorry, I'm completely thinking that AJ Brown's still on the. Uh, still on <laughs> I uh, but yes, the, the Devontae Smith is on my honorable mention list because of yeah. that. Yeah, uh, you could you could flip flop. I would imagine that AJ Brown would be the guy on the list and not mm-hmm. Devontae Smith, but it's not that far off. Um, number seven is going to surprise you, um, DK Metcalf. I, wow. We all okay. know how much I love. I I'm a huge fan of Metcalf. Um, and you give Geno Smith, you know, he they he did well last year. But mm-hmm. now it's the same, another situation where Metcalf is, you know, probably going to be the guy, but he's still got Tyler Lockett. And now they got um, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I, yeah. he's not going to like, he's not going to be the guy, but um, like Metcalf, like he has to be the guy. If they're going to, if they're going to win the division, if they're going to go places, he's got to be like a, you know, what, 1,400, 1,500 yard receiver with like 12, 13 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like 1400 yards and like six touchdowns. It's got, yeah. he's got to be, he's got to be that guy. Uh, number six, another maybe surprise. I got Garrett Wilson only okay. because he has Aaron Rodgers. I think, yeah. that, I think that's, that's that. Number five, former target for Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, we'll see. New quarterback, new system. Like he's still such a baller that like it might it might not matter. We've seen that happen before. Number four, Tyreek Hill. Um, Jalen Waddle is an, is an honorable mention because Tyreek Hill is on the same team, so mm-hmm. that's tough. But Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. Three, Stephon Diggs. I think these top three guys you can you can go one A one B one C. You can interchange them. Diggs. Um, I I struggled to put him there, but you know. I think out of the top three, I think I trust his quarterback more than the other two. Yeah. Uh, number two, I got Jamar Chase. I trust Josh Allen more than I trust Joe Burrow, but we've seen them in like it's very consistent what those two are doing. The number one, Justin Jefferson. Um, it's so crazy. Like you, but you can change all those three, all those three guys out. I mm-hmm. think. I think those three guys are. I love Tyreek Hill, but I think and Devontae Adams, but I just like you don't know what two is going to do. You don't know if he's brain dead yet. Like you don't know where he's at mentally, right. literally. Um, right. And then Devontae Adams is in a completely new new world. So I think there's like a gap between those three and then everybody else, even though the guys behind them are like equally as talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and then honorable mentions like at Cooper Cup. Like, is he going to be back back to what he was a couple of years ago? That's, That's a, a stretch because that was the MVP caliber season. Um, CD Lamb. Dak Prescott's still his quarterback, so you don't know. Jalen Waddle, I mentioned him. T. Higgins is super underrated. I yes. hate him plays for the Bengals, but I, he's another guy. Amari Cooper with the with the Browns, you know, he's another one you can you can mention. Um, Calvin Ridley, I think he's going to have a really good season uh, mm-hmm. down with Jacksonville, but it is Jacksonville, so like, where are they at? 
Um, we yeah. got a really good quarterback, obviously, in Trevor Lawrence, but like they're the Jags still. Like, where are they at? Same with like, mm-hmm. I know um, Gary Wilson has Aaron Rodgers, but it's like, it's still the Jets. Is their offensive line going to hold up? We'll see. Devontae Smith mentioned him as well with AJ Brown and then Jerry Judy. Mm, if, yeah. Get back to Russell Wilson, what he was in Seattle. I think Jerry Judy can put up, you know, not all pro numbers, but Pro Bowl numbers. Another guy like DK Metcalf for more um, Russell Wilson target. If Jared, if they're going to win their division or like have a chance, Jared Judy's got to be that guy. So mm-hmm. um, Pickens, Chris Olave, AJ Brown, Metcalf, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Gap, um, Diggs, three, Chase, two, Jefferson, one. But those three guys you can interchange. So just for everyone out there that's listening, I have been keeping track of both of ours so we can just look at it through the season. Um, but I'll give you my best get Bayless impression. My turn. So <laughs> going into mine, what's <laughs> wild is to start our one. And it wasn't it wasn't wide enough, though. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a white person. My turn. <laughs> no, it was. What's crazy when you look at the top two, they played together at LSU. Yes. And they're the top nuts. two. It's insane. Um, so I'll start with I had 16, but essentially my four or five are Stevens honorable mentions. Like 16 is Devontae Smith. Um, 15, I have Debo Samuel. 14, Ooh. I have yeah, I have 14, I have T. Higgins, mm-hmm. which is uh, in there. Uh 13, Chris Olave. 12, oh. I have Jalen Waddle. So again, the same trend. Yeah, um, yeah. 11, Garrett Wilson. And I went back and forth with Garrett Wilson. Because I forgot the other players that are receivers there. And he does have Alan Lazard, too. They keep sure. hyping up Garrett Wilson, but I felt they did something similar with Romeo Dobbs. And I just hope it's not the same of them saying, like, oh, Romeo Dobbs is going to be the person. And it became somebody else. Um, uh, Ten, I have Amon Ross St. Brown. Nine, I have A.J. Brown. Eight, it was so tough because he went from, like, 13 to 7 back to this position. Eight, I have C.D. Lamb. Uh, mm-hmm. Dak can do something, then they're straight. But also, don't forget they have Brandon Cooks there as well. Seven, Stefan Diggs. Six is only because I hope he can get back to what he was. Cooper Cup. Wow. Five, I have. <laughs> five, mm-hmm. I have. Uh, Stefan Diggs. Four, I have Devonte Adams. Three, the man, the cheetah himself, Tyreek Hill. Two, Jamar Chase. One, Justin Jefferson. And then my honorable mentions I have are just rookies. Because um, every single year, whenever I do fantasy football, I just choose a bunch of rookies. You never know who's going to hit. Like Jordan Addison, they're saying if he can pick up where Adam Thielen left off, that's a great role. One I really do have to talk about is Zay Flowers. I don't know if this is legit or if it's just the people he's playing against, but I have Zay Flowers. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, I've loved him since Tennessee. If he can do anything of the same, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And then Quentin Johnson, the last thing on Jackson Smith and Jigba and Quentin Johnson, don't expect those three receivers to be there next year. I think either Keenan Allen or Mike Williams will not be there. And then also in Seattle, I think DK or Tyler Lockett will not be there. Why do, you have, gonna... um, why do you have Diggs so low? So I only have Diggs low because Adams and Hill are going to get force fed the ball and Josh Allen sometimes will spread it. Because I know Josh, sure, sure. they just got another receiver out there too. But um, I know he's going to give it to Diggs. They have two nice tight ends as well. They're going to throw it in the backfield. And then I never trust places where the weather gets cold as hell. 
And who knows what's going to happen when it starts to snow as well. And who knows the receivers that are going to be on him. Also, the, 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 the weather, I, I figured you'd say the weather. That's a, that's a good point. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, if they have, like, straight blizzards up there in Buffalo, ain't shit happening. Then you got to go to New England and you got to go to New York. Ain't <laughs> might not happen. But for the AFC East, mm-hmm. uh, just real quick, because there'd be too much to go in depth. We know the obvious of what's in New York Jets. We know Dolphins, Bills, Patriots. Yep. Who do you think is going to win the division? Bills. Really? Okay. I just, like... Again, I um, I love Aaron Rodgers. Like mm-hmm. I, in this situation, I've, I've I haven't watched Hard Knocks yet, but I've seen we've all seen the highlights and the clips. Like he's Aaron Rodgers, and like I was talking to my boy Kumar about this not too long ago. Like he's still Aaron fucking Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. He's still like he can still sling it, and if you've seen some of the highlights, he can still throw it. Mm-hmm. Like he's like like just because he's going to the Jets. Doesn't, like that, yeah, none of that is like he's he's still slinging it, and he's got like really he's got the offensive rookie of the year. He's he's got a guy who's you know he's got to build the trust with, and they I'm sure they've been doing it in the offseason. I'm, I'm no doubt they got Delvin Cook now, so it takes a little bit of pressure off of him, which is that's a huge pickup. Like yes, yeah, huge pickup, dude. Instant starter. Delvin Delvin Cook's an all all pro caliber running back. It's not yeah. like he's a knockoff. You know he's really good. Yeah. Um, but it's still Aaron Rodgers, and like he can still put up inc- incredible. It's I, like I feel like people might think that he's going to go to the Jets and have like 15 touchdowns and 17 picks. No, he's probably still going to throw his touchdown interception ratio is probably still going to be staggering, like it is yeah. now, like his career numbers. He's got like 400 some odd touchdowns, and like 130 interceptions. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still the Jets. So like, you know, I think they. This is another division where maybe everyone but the Pats can win double digits. Yeah. Um, the you know the pats are the pats so like you, you can never count them out because they got bill check they got the whole system they mac jones deep. mac jones is not dog shit like <laughs> he's not like he's no like <laughs> i know he had Devontae adams in, in height in college i know he had the height trophy winner but like you still gotta go out and do it right like i say that mm-hmm. all the time it doesn't matter you still gotta go out and do it every single time so he's not dog shit again tua don't know where he's at if he's healthy and like he's with it, you know they can they can do some damage. They got two better two of the better receiver duos in the league, but the Bills have been there and done it. Like mm-hmm. they haven't won the the AFC yet. They but they've been there. And I mm-hmm. I know Josh Allen has made some mistakes, but like I trust them more than I trust the other three teams. Mm-hmm. But I would not count on the Jets to win that division. If I had to pick somebody else, I'd probably say the Jets solely because they have Aaron Rodgers, and that can win you 12, 13 games. Yeah. Which we've seen happen in in in, in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, all I would say is, until they prove otherwise, I'm going to say the Bills, they've won it. Patriots aren't making the playoffs this year. I don't think that they are. Zeke will get his money and do his thing. But I really think it's going to be the Bills and the Jets locks into the playoffs. And then question mark is going to the Dolphins. But what you got? So I, I was going to say this earlier. Having a dope and that you you know this now, having known me for so long, having a dope college football team is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I love I love I love the Steelers are good. Love like all my pro teams and everything. But like, I know o- ODU is no slouch. I'm not I'm not not throwing, <laughs> not throwing shots at you boys, but I kind of am. But like having a top power five school to cheer for 
and that's like really good in that like especially now right now heading into this season that people think can win a national title man like i would hate if penn state was like an indiana or like northwestern and we were just like one winning season every like you know five six years no, that sucks and you no, yeah that does time. suck like I, i've been to I, i've been to those schools like i've seen how they operate on saturdays it sucks bro I went to Purdue a couple uh, when when Jay Hill was playing in 2012, and we went to, we went out we left at halftime went to go tailgate and come back, and we left and the people outside the Purdue fans were like, hey, what's the score of the game? Like, bro, like it doesn't matter if you're inside or out. You got to know like you got to know. But mm-hmm. having a team, I'm sure basketball is the same way in college. But like having a a good like a top ten program, like next step is to be a top five program and be one of those teams every year that you count on to be in the playoffs. But like having a team this year that's like loaded, yeah, it's 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 pretty dope. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so hyped. See, all of mine is I'm just hyped for these fantasy football leagues. I there's too many to even count. People are just like hitting you up left and right saying, "Yo, we got to get these started." Inflation, uh, bro. Inflation. Inflation, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the big thing, um, fantasy football. And then next time I'll talk about it. But I went golfing with a different group. I went with my cousin's friends, and they thought I was hitting bombs. I was like. <laughs> If I went with Steven, y'all would think I'm not doing anything. But <laughs> but mine would get to the net, and they'd be like, yo, how'd you get 200 points? I'm like, I, I really couldn't tell you. I don't even fully swing the club. Like, it'll be like halfway, and it'll go to the net. So I'm like, damn, the moment I figure out how to pull it back all yeah. the way, yeah, there you go. Uh, uh-huh. it's a wrap. But until there next time, we out. Peace.